Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, yo. Speed my rants and gems. Speed my rants and gems. gems. Y'all can do it, we discover Peace to all the kings and the queens where the mother lie Speed my rants and gems Speed my rants and gems Y'all can do it, we discover Peace to all the kings and the queens where the mother lie Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Rants and Gems Podcast. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, license number 317576. Look, Kiana, I'm going to tell you something, right? I always compliment you on your fits because you be out here big stepping. <laughs> but I love when you be dressed down and shit. You got on sweats, girl Listen, CEO. Girl CEO. I'm, like, I'm liking how it's raised on here. Like, look, look, look. look. I, what's going on here with this girl I, CEO? Know, I'm always working on something, okay, right? what you so, got? So this partnership, you know, I'm, I'm doing a huge partnership in me and Ronnie Brown. Shout and out to Ronnie. Tiffany Toy. We're coming out with our own CEO membership. Oh. And this is our merch, so I'm repping I'm ripping my set right now. Oh, you... I'm repping my set. I, I like that. That is dope. Girl CEO, shout out to Tiff, shout out to Ronnie Brown. When is this line dropping? We need some more information. Okay, What's going on? Okay, the line is already pretty much dropped. Black Friday, we're making the announcement. So literally, like, right after Thanksgiving, the announcement comes out, membership enrollment opens, you guys can buy your merch. We ready for you. Look, we love it. Girl CEO, I love to see Kiana when she dressed down. She got on tennis shoes, you know what I'm saying? Tennis shoes. Tennis shoes, but today's episode is going to be amazing. We got Booker T and we got Shadzilla. Yes. They're building micro homes or tiny homes and here, in, here in Georgia. They're amazing. They're amazing. I went out to see them do the break, groundbreaking, and I was blown away by not just not just the property, but the passion behind it. Like, a lot of times you see people just build a project with no passion. Mm -hmm. It's passion behind this project, and they're looking to rejuvenate our neighborhoods and rejuvenate areas that most people look over. Like, they're serving the underserved with this project, and I'm super excited for these guys. Look, I'm super excited. Um, so you guys, stay tuned. We're going to go to a brief commercial break. And then we're going to bring our guys out here so you guys can hear what they've got to say. All right? All Stay right. tuned. Stay tuned. 
All right, so today's episode is sponsored by Andre Barad of Yes to Real Estate and based in Houston, Texas. Listen, Andre's my guy. Um, he's a realtor, investor, developer of residential real estate. He's on track to close about $20 million in real estate. So if you're a real estate agent, you know $20 million, especially in the market like Houston, Texas, is not an easy thing, all right? Um, Andre and the Yes to Real Estate team, they do deals every single day. They're working with hardworking folks and turn them into successful investors. New builds, townhomes, fix and flips, commercial properties, they do it all. So if you're looking to buy real estate in the Houston, Texas market, make sure you hit up Andre Barad and his team. Go to yestorealestateteam.com for more information. All right, guys, welcome back from that commercial break. Look, we got our guys with us today. We got Booker T. Washington, and we got Shotzilla in the building, y'all. Look, this is going to be an amazing episode. I can't wait to talk for to sure, you guys sure. about everything you guys got going on. Mm -hmm. But let's start with the first and very, <laughs> very first question. Yeah. And I think one of the most important questions is, when did you guys fall in love with real estate? Man, my story with real estate uh, started about four and a half years ago, and everyone's going to remember this moment. It was when the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, 28 to 3. Okay. On that evening, I had insomnia. I couldn't sleep. I was up for seven, eight hours Falcons straight. Fan, I, Falcons fan. Falcons fan. I was. <laughs> yo, I was. I was in deep depression. Uh, so for eight hours straight, I been. I binge watched every show on HGTV for eight, eight hours straight. I woke up the next morning and said, "Oh, I'm flipping a house. This is too easy." So I partnered with a great mentor and friend of mine, uh, Patrick Henderson. Good uh, guy. We had him on the show. Shout out to Patrick. Fantastic yeah. guy. Um, said, yo, I'm ready. He says, well, you got to do X, you got to do Y. I said, well, I don't have a whole bunch of coins. He says, well, you'll have to you'll figure it out. So a week later, liquidated a little bit of the 401k and went to my first flip, just like that. But if it wasn't for staying up looking at HGTV, because Patrick had talked about it for a lot of time, but it wasn't until I fell in love with the process and I saw the process and I was like, yo, if they can do it, I can do it because uh, I got the grind in me. And then two weeks later, I bought my first property. Dope. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What about you, boss? Um, I fell in love with real estate um, when I committed. When I retired from basketball in 2015, um, I committed to going real estate full time. I did. I was like, I'm not doing nothing else. I'm not getting a job, nothing else. So, um, and I didn't do my first deal for the first six months. So it was like, man, if I had to be in love because that was like crazy. Like for six months, I didn't, I didn't get not my first deal. But once I start, I knew it was always um, when it was. It was never if. It was always when. So, mm -hmm. you know, my whole thing is like stay down till you come up. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm talking about door knocking, writing handwritten mailers. And from that to flipping to building to now developing. So, you know, so that's, you know, 2015. You play, so I, you play ball. You played in the NBA? Yeah, I played shortly in the NBA, and I played most of my time in Europe. Okay. So how did that experience playing professional sports help you with getting into this business? Because that's a transition, right? Huge. Oh, yeah. You're making money. Whether you're playing in the NBA or you're playing overseas, you're making some sort, yeah. sort of money, right? Yeah. So now you get into this industry and you make no money. Right. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Right. We talk around just broke as, broke as a joke. Yeah. To the deal yeah. 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 Um, that tr my transition was actually easier. Um, the hardest part for me was I didn't do my first deal for my first six months. See, what I did, what most, what most people don't do is I was planning. I knew my body was breaking down. I knew I was on my way out. So I actually got my real estate license while I was still playing. So my mm -hmm. transition was really easier. I actually made the decision to stop playing because my last team in Mexico, they started playing with my money. And I was like, oh, I ain't doing this, so I'm out. And I just started going into the office from that point on. 
Wow. I love that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Having an exit strategy. A lot of us, yeah. you think yeah. you're going to be young forever. You think you can just run around forever. And you're like, you Especially know. athletes. Listen, Especially I think athletes. even, even yeah. in real estate, like even real estate agents, it's like, yeah, you running and showing 15 houses a day today. Right. 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 Yeah. Start building up some residual income. Exactly. You got to start investing. It's like, I run when I was when I was new into the business. I always used to run into people. I've been in the business twenty years. I'm like, well, what you own? You know, yeah. What we doing? What we doing? What we doing? That's a fact. Because just like my body started breaking down, you'll start getting tired of running out here showing houses, mm, open houses on. What you call too. it? Being behind the wheel. Being behind the wheel. I used to be behind the wheel for like. That's how me and Matt met. Yeah. I, would, I would get that little holster in my car every morning. Good morning, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, one in Henry County, one yeah, in South Florida, yeah, yeah. one in Alpharetta. And then I was like, you know what, Matt, when they talk to me now, I'm, he's like, yo, you behind the desk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I strategically placed myself behind the desk. You know why? I'm not in the car. Right. Like, yeah. you have to transition. Let me mm -hmm. build a team. Let me build a brokerage. Like, the exit strategy. Absolutely. Right. I had a specific um, situation that made me switch my way of thinking. And, um, from the moment I closed that deal, I regretted it because I was like, man, once I started doing the numbers, the guy that I, the guy that I helped buy, I got, it was an off-market deal for my handwritten mailers. And the guy that brought the deal, he controlled a million dollar property for only 50,000. My commission was 40, so I was like, man, I could have yeah, bought yeah. the building. So from yeah. that point on, I told myself, I'm the buyer from here on out. Yep. Mm. And you know, the rest is history. And the rest is history. So take us through the first deal. My first deal, uh, my first deal was was crazy. At least starting out, so it was in Cask uh, in the Southwest Atlanta, um, and it was a little brick bungalow. Uh, I bought it off market um, from a person that was out there just volume selling all kinds of houses. So um, first thing was it was a lien on the property off market. So if you out there off market, there's always a bunch of stuff. It's never easy. So I had to work through that liquidating savings, maxing out the credit card to get the cash to get that first property. First property was $50,000. It was a brick bungalow. Foundation was bad. I didn't know how to look at a house. I jumped out there. Uh, foundation was bad. Needed an addition. Whole nine yards. Thought the budget was 45. That's what the wholesalers always tell you. you know? hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> never, never listen to the wholesalers. <laughs> the right. They always tell you some bullshit. Always. <laughs> and then the construction ended up being 80. So I was like, oh, wow, this house is not going to resell. So at that point, I didn't know nothing about comps. I didn't know nothing about appraised value. I said, oh, I'm in 135000 on this 1,300-square-foot house in the hood. This ain't going to never sell, right? So got started, got into it. It took us like 80 days to finish it. Maxed out every credit card, everything. It was high stress. But at the end, that house ended up being appraised for 240 Wow. Mm. In the hood. In the, in the hood. hood. <laughs> Very first deal. Ever. And once I closed, I was like, oh, they said, well, we're going to send you a wire. I said, okay, at the end of the week, it's going to come. No, like, check your phone right now. So when that 110 hit that account just then, I'm done. Yeah. In love. I'm never oh, yeah. doing anything else. Like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. And see, prior to that, I came from a corporate career. I was a, a human resource executive. So they was like, you know, you in human that's resources. A, that's an annual salary. Yeah, right? they, they yeah. like, you're going to step away from well over six figures to do this? Shaw get on me all the time. Are you going to keep doing that? Or are you going to, you know, maybe miss out on a million out here for a little bit over six figures? Yeah. Right. And so uh, from that time period on, level-minded, we just kept running and running mm -hmm. harder and harder and harder from that very first deal. So that's how I fell in love with it. It was a brick bungalow, ups and downs, contractors, mm -hmm. hired, fired. Um, we learned a lot, of, a lot of learning lessons about sweat equity. Um, for any real estate investor, I would say you got to put in work. Absolutely. 
if you it, it, even starting out, if you think you got all the systems in the world and systems are great, if you're not putting hand on hammer, hand on door, feet on ground, then just buy your beware because it's going to end up being bad at the end. I promise you. So uh, that's the biggest thing I learned starting out. Man. Super gems. Yes. Yeah. Super. Super. <laughs> Super gems. I think the most important thing you just said out of that is don't trust nobody else's numbers. No. Oh, yes. Never. 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 Do your due diligence. Because if, if, if yeah. they... Like, never. I couldn't wait. If, <laughs> look, I, I, I say this all the time. Like, if the wholesaler knew, really how to knew how to run numbers, they, they would do the deal. do the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. all my deals are infinite returns. So yeah. it's like, man, like, if you really know these numbers, you would do the deal because... You won't be out of pocket anything. Yeah, and you got the best purchase price. That's Absolutely. what. I, that's the one thing I tell about wholesalers. If you getting the best purchase price direct with seller from your mellow, what have you, and you reselling to me, I know you are getting something off the top. That's cool. But why you ain't doing the flip yourself? Because them extra profits you missing out on trying to sell to me, you can better make them bands yourself. Right, Absolutely. and I know what people are gonna say. Oh, I want to. I want to make the quick money. Well, you can wholesale it to yourself and then flip it. Correct. So you can get paid on that and then flip it down the line. Yeah, look, it's they don't a lot know of what ways, they're doing, but they don't know what they're doing, and a lot of people use and the numbers be wrong. Just right. to get it right. <laughs> right, the numbers be wrong. <laughs> the numbers be wrong. Just straight. The numbers be wrong. And that's a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all numbers be wrong. Be wrong. <laughs> that is definitely a shirt. You're bad. Y'all numbers. Y'all numbers wrong, right? Right there. Yo, that's crazy. But yeah. no, that's a fact, though, right? What I know is from working with a lot of wholesalers, a lot of them mm -hmm. just getting into business, trying to get their feet wet. Yep. And it's a great way to make money. Right, but I always tell wholesalers, look, why don't you got your real estate license too? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't hurt you to have your license. You know, it's an extra revenue stream. Right. You don't yeah. need to wholesale. You know, you can also rent somebody an apartment yeah. and make some cash flow too. And then now Absolutely. put yourself in a position probably much faster. Because yeah. to yeah. buy those wholesale deals. Right. Right? Because you're bringing in another source of, of revenue. So all you wholesalers out there, please. Yeah. Get your real estate license yeah. too. That's, it's, it's good that you guys started there. You started off like, listen, I I got spanked. I did good. You know, you like, I, the numbers be wrong, but now you know the numbers. So now you know to, how to assess a deal. So how did you go from flip? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what led you to lead all the way to now building this community? I don't want to skip not one step. Yeah. So yeah. flipping one house, what did you do next? What happened next? So that's actually where I met Rashad at to begin with. I started following him because I was looking for properties. I was a hunter. And I saw Rashad on Instagram. So social media page, just FYI. So I saw Rashad on social media and I kept saying, yo, I'm trying to buy a property, I'm trying to buy a property. This, you know, what numbers are you looking at? And then Rashad said, I'll go check it out. So after a couple uh, shutdowns, Rashad said, I'll go check that, that's some bullshit. I ain't going to see that again. So after I started that and I got my real estate license, the one thing I did was I learned myself. So even though I got my real estate license, I kept a, a, a superstar real estate agent, shout out Brandon Hunter Lewis. Lit. Brand, shout out to Brandy Hunter Lewis. Shout out. The GOAT. The GOAT. Let's give, let's give her the credit um, she deserves. I got my license and kept her on the team for all the years I, I was flipping. Mm. I'd never let her go because I knew better. See, the thing about it is I knew I had my license. I knew I made some money. But you got to know yourself better to know that you can't be in that lane. You know, the reason why me and Rashad work so well is we know each other's lane. And when you're out here investing, you got to define what your lane is and work it. Agreed. You mm -hmm. can't work everybody's lane. Agreed. Mm -hmm. All right? Know your so role. Know your sure. role. It's know like a role. team. Yeah. So I started uh, building up and up. I went from single family, small 1300s to uh, historic areas like Grant Park, Emmett Park, bidding, uh, doing half million dollar flips. The bigger, the better. Um, learned a lot of lessons. The bigger you get, the harder the hit is. Yeah. It don't work out well. So uh, started doing that, and then I got into new construction about two years ago. 
So started doing my first new constructions, and then I realized as a real estate agent, when you start purchasing all these properties, especially if you were the buyer, being the buyer power, uh, the commission you get, because guess what? You don't pay the commission when you're a buyer. The seller does. Yeah. So when you get that commission as a buyer, you take them commissions, you put it in your construction deal. Mm. So mm. guess what? Now I'm doing my flip for free, and the seller paid for it. So if I'm making 14 off the commission, the seller just gave me my down payment for my hard money lender. Correct. Then we rolling. I'm not using money out of my I own see, that's pocket. That's the key. What we were just saying. Get your real estate license. Yes. Right. And I'm rolling. Using those commissions. And to moving those commissions to fund, fund your investment business. Yep. And I just started staying in the buying power, buying land, and I started to realize if you hunt out land, this is what me and Richard turned into. If we, I got out of just flips and, and renovations. Yeah, there's a profit in renovations, but the real profit is in land. So if you can find... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. A great land deal, and you're good at learning through the aspects of how to really do design and how you really know how to navigate relationships with vendors, then that was it. Because my key, my, my, my specialty anyway is just design work and vision and you know visualizing how a project flows. Uh, and that's my niche. I'm not the sales guy. I leave that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, South Park will be left to somebody else to sell, but as far as designing and envisioning it, that was, you know, that's me. And that's my lane. And so I started doing that over the last two years and catapulted $2.8 million in two years. Mm. Amazing. That's dope. That's super dope. That. Mm-hmm. So what's the project, you guys? Because I saw you guys had the grand opening. Yeah. Listen, we got the gold. Sh- I got the <laughs> gold show. show. Hey, I forgot to bring it. I got one for you. I got one for you. I know where you at, so I'll just pull up. the whole fashion show in the dirt. I'm like, what's going on over there? Gold shovel, baby. She's bringing the flavor. She's showing up. She's doing what she's doing. I'm like, yo, yo. Watching, what's up? What's going on over here? I was like, listen, these guys are on to something. We got to get them on the show. So yeah. let's talk about it, man. What, what are you guys doing right Shoot. now? Uh, so South Park Cottage is, is a micro home community. Um, but the process started three years ago. Uh, it actually started at a dinner. Yep. Where Shaw was in attendance. Actually, Q was at this dinner too. She may not remember it. But we was at this dinner. Our first time I met Shaw, and I was like, yo, I want to talk to you about these tiny houses. He said, man, get out of here with that. Ain't no spread in that, bro. I know. I said, you crazy. 
I say, and it's less complex. We're talking about five, 600 square feet. It's a whole movement. Man, container homes, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I said, look it. I started building them as additional dwelling units. They're ADUs, right? Mm -hmm. um, three years ago, Atlanta was new to that building code, allowing people to build them. Down, you know, up north, New York, Jersey, they've been on ADUs for a long time, but down south, they just kind of really started that. So uh, people build them in their backyard for Airbnbs, guest houses, pool houses. So I started building them for like, you know, celebrities and stuff like that. Problem was, is you build them in other people's backyards, so you can't show them to the public, nor yeah, can yeah. you publicize them because these people don't, they privacy. want their privacy, right? Yeah. So I'm building these great tiny homes, can't do nothing with it. I take Rashad out uh, a little bit over a year ago, about six months ago, to one person's house, and I walked him through it. Now this person I built this tiny house for, for is seven feet tall. Mm. So Rashad's like, man, ain't nobody gonna fit in that. I said, yeah, they will. Come on out. You like six, seven. Mm -hmm. He got in there. I'm six, it was, eight. Yeah. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> he said, don't dim his light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, six, eight. My bad. Um, so we went out there. He says, yo. Immediately, Rashad's eyes got big. He said, this the move. Yo, you know what? I know this. I was at that dinner table. You sure was. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. You was. For four years. Four yes. years. For four I years. I remember that. Yeah. He and was. When you said that story, I knew it exactly. All yeah. right. We're good. Non-stop. <laughs> so four years, like Booker T. Every time I talk to him, every time I run into him, it's tiny homes, tiny homes, tiny homes. Almost to the point where I was... Not trying to avoid them, but like, here you go with this tiny home shit. But like, it, like, like he said, we was coming back from uh, the particular person's house, and uh, we was coming up on the exit where another development was being being done. And I was like, man, let's pull over now. Like, let's go now. Like, why are we gonna wait? So once we went over to the to the site, and I actually saw it, and we saw going inside them, I was like, this is exactly what we need to be doing. Less build time, less materials, same if not more profit and it's affordable. I was like, yo, it's checking all the boxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this is only make this makes only makes sense. sense. It makes both sense. So yeah. so from that point up until this point, five months, man, we don't went through all the bureaucracy with the city of College Park. We got all our rezonings passed, all our variances passed. We just had our groundbreaking and now it's, it's time to get the show on the road. So before we get into the development, right? Because yeah. you mentioned something, right? Three, three, four years ago, you said Atlanta or, or Georgia as a whole wasn't really big on ADUs mm -mm. until they just changed like the zoning and mm -hmm. everything. So for the homeowners out here who's living in Georgia yeah. that follow our show, like what is the process? Because a lot of people got garages. Wait a minute though, let's take it one step back. Can you break down what the ADU is? Because everybody yeah. doesn't know what let's that break, is. Let's okay. break down Everybody's, the ADU. you know, break it down. And then yeah. the process to get, to convert you know, garage to, or something. To a, a to dwelling ADU. unit. Yeah. So for everyone, an ADU is a short term for additional dwelling unit. Uh, the building code is, is that typically if you have a guest house right now or a garage space or you think you have some form of livable space, by law, you actually cannot have someone live in there long term past three months. And you cannot collect rent legally by law, FYI until you actually have a permanent ADU dwelling unit in your backyard that's zoned and approved. That's the only way you can charge rent or get any revenue from a living structure in your back backyard. That's first. The next part is, is that additional dwelling unit has to be in the state, uh, in Atlanta anyway, under 700 square feet. So under 700 square feet, if you have a permanent plan built structurally, not on wheels, it can't be recreational, it has to be uh, foundation, which a garage is foundation, an above garage ba uh, um, space is foundation. So you can permit that 
to an additional dwelling unit. It has to be under 700 square feet. And then there you go. You can actually uh, do rent just like an apartment, just like any other house, and it's zoned and approved. And also it adds value to your home because now that is a permanent dwelling unit, it attaches to your real property, and therefore the property value of your house goes up. Mm. Huh. Huh. Jim. Major Jim. <laughs> Jim. I didn't know you was going to break it down. Now you know. I told you about my house. Hey, uh, I, 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 I got some Jim dropping. And it's changing. It's changing to 1,200. Okay. In January. So instead of 700, so January 2022, it's changing George. to 1,200 square feet. Now it can go up to 1,200 square feet. Yep. Yeah. That's a whole damn apartment. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yep. That ain't a tiny home. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big and you house. can and if you have and if you have no tree obstruction, you can go straight up in the air because the city of Atlanta is, is losing in density. They got more people moving in yeah. than we got space for. So they're gonna Just open like up. Cali. Yep. Just like yes. Cali. They're gonna open it up to move from 700 square feet to 1,200 square feet. Yeah, in Cali, man, nice. you'll be you're able to build multiple. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. ADUs. Yeah. You think that's gonna be something that's gonna happen out here? Because like you said, I everybody's can see it coming. I, I, right yeah. Out of necessity, I, I see. I can see it happening. There's there's no more land. Right. That's the only thing we can no longer create is land. Actually, that law. But everybody will allow that. So when that law changes in January, um, it's going to allow for multiple ADUs if you got the space. Yeah. Um, because they're going to move to a zero, a zero lot land, lot line. So you can actually butt another ADU right up to the next ADU. Wow. Which they've had a buffer and a variance by zone. So they're going to change that in January 2022 in Atlanta. So you look it up. Damn, mm. that's going to be a major gem. Oh, so now yeah. you can yes. take these single Better families get... and essentially turn them into multifamily. Exactly. Right. So y'all, if y'all watching this, y'all need to get ahead of the curve now because that that's coming for sure. That's Absolutely. amazing. That's dope. That's I, I actually love you. that. Yeah. Me too. I think my my budget just went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this, I've been, oh, let me. Tell, uh, we don't want to get into the headache. Headache is been trying to help him for the house. I'm looking to buy out. Yeah, yeah, because I need. Now you have the value. Now your budget is matching your expectations. I learned something. So I need to have ADUs on my property too. It makes sense. Maximize every opportunity that you can. Now, do you have to be a primary residence to do an ADU out here? Your primary residence has to be over a thousand square feet okay but do you have to live in the house to get an ADU no. approved so it can be an investment property absolutely you still can do an ADU absolutely yes, so now amazing. you turn the single families into multis so, so let me give you a small let me give you a small gym real quick so everybody keep up if you own the real property and you got a primary property on the residence guess what you can do with that backyard space once you get a permanent ADU you can land lease that backyard space Mm, keep talking. We so you can subdivide your backyard space, land lease the, the backyard space. You're paying one mortgage. Keep, keep, keep up. You're paying one mortgage for the whole piece of parcel, right? You can subdivide your backyard space since now you have an improved ADU on the backyard. Land lease the backyard without selling your whole property. Collect the land lease, and when you sell the whole property, you get the land lease money, you get your sale property money, and you got two units that sit on that property. Again, the biggest thing if you're a real estate investor is, I know you spend time on the courtyard steps buying these properties, but the real time needs to be spent inside of these zoning meetings, inside of these community meetings, because that's where the actual millions of dollars are being made. There are companies and big builders that are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year lobbying and sending in uh, basically hired guns into these zoning meetings to get these big developments on land you own. That corner barbershop that got, got bought and demolished, um, grandma's house that got bought and demolished, those people are going to these zoning meetings mm -hmm. and getting what they want and turning that fifty dollars or $100,000 property into millions. And wow. so when we went through this development process and we started spending more time with the uh, elected officials of College Park and in other places, 
we, I looked at Rashad and said, wow, this guy just came in here on an acre of land and went straight up in the air and got him a million dollar property. Wow. Yeah. That he bought for nothing but pennies. And I said, you know, what we need to be doing absolutely long term is just spending our time with the with these elected officials of these communities because they are the real people making the decisions on how to really exponentially make money in real estate yeah mm -hmm. um i'm telling you man like he said like going to these zoning meetings is crucial and i invited a couple of people that you know i invited a couple of people to our zoning meetings and they were just thanking me like man like you changed my life like because the thing about it is when you go to these zoning meetings, the city is going to tell you what they want to see. Yes. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you mm -hmm. can sit in some zoning meetings, and then when you show up to do the prelim, yeah. and let's say they say, hey, we need more townhomes, we need more tiny homes. You come in there with it, they're like, oh, our prayer's been answered. But yeah. all you did was do your due diligence and sit in on what the, and see what they really want. So how, how does the everyday person, you know, obviously, you know, our, our audience is global. Yeah. Right? But if you're looking to invest in the U.S., if you are global or just anybody living anywhere, mm -hmm. right. how do we find these zoning meetings? These things oh. are hiding in plain sight. Yeah. They're right on websites. Then your city, your local city municipalities, you know, you just log on to ClaytonCounty.com, CollegePark.com, CityOfCollegePark.com. Like it's, it's right there on the website. They got to publicize it and they even go live on YouTube. Mm. Wow. They will, it's no excuse. It's no excuse. They on Zoom now. Wow. You can do it from your, you can do it from your house. And they will re-air those meetings on YouTube. And in those meetings, they're making major decisions. But this is where the money is being made. That's like, where it's all made. Like flipping, all that stuff, that's great. But if you really want to get to that next level, I call it development like um, making it to the league in real estate. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's that's high the, level. It's that's high the, level. That's it's the, high the level. highest level of the game that yeah. you can play. And like you got, status. right. And you got to get into these um, municipalities and see what they want. Mm -hmm. You know, like we got in with a certain municipality and they, so we were trying to, we were pushing our tiny home project and they was like, can you do a store? I was like, yeah, we can do a store. Mm. So now we're yeah. looking for stores. Like y'all already yeah. told me what you want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So let's put a little, little perspective around what Rashad just said. So when we started um, designing South Park Cottages, it started with land acquisition. So that's a whole story in itself. We used the off-market, we used the wholesaler, okay? Wholesaler laughed at me because he was like, you want this dead-end lot in College Park on one of the roughest streets in College Park? Absolutely. He says, what you going to do with it? Wait on it and see. Mm. He says, well, you know, it'll never get approved. Okay. We bought that property for 150000 How many acres? What? Three acres. Three, Three acres. acres for a hundred. First of all, you see how I did like this? Because yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah. And the first, we overpaid for it. We and, overpaid. We knew, and we knew we overpaid yeah, for it. Yeah, because it could have Exactly. I we could have gotten there for lower. But when, it had a lien attached to it and whatever. But we were committed to the vision, and we knew strategically what we were going to do with it. So we said, fine, we'll do the 150. I even gave the wholesaler a chance to come in and be an equity partner. I said, take your clothes. I said, if you know me, I said, I said, take this lesson. Take your closing money. Give it back to me be an equity partner in the development, you good. 
he turned this down. He could have three times his money. He could have minimum, three, minimum. Because that's what he was giving away in the beginning. Well, shit, y'all still taking pop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold up, look, 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 look. See that? See, it go in phases, right? Like in that in that first in that first phase, we didn't even have a survey. All we had was the dream. So of course we was giving the house away. But as we got as we got um, the boxes checked off, the risk you know. It ain't no more risk now. Ain't no more risk now. Yeah. Now, 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 you know, you got to... you six to eight percent, you know what I'm saying? But that was the play in the beginning. But the one thing we knew is we had researched enough to know that it's a movement. The yeah. tiny home movement has been out there. It has a big followership. Let me give you a couple facts real quick. Uh, tiny homes from 2017 to 2021, the sales of tiny homes are going up 72%. The average sale of a tiny home, will or not, is $173,000. Wow. The cost to build a tiny home, $60,000. You do the math. Do the math. math. That's the same. That's it, the only, same. it only makes sense. The complexity to construction, lower. Construction costs go up, I don't care. I'm only building 500 square feet. Still winning. Still winning. So when I started following those trends and I started introducing it to the city, they was like, these... This is no brainer. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah. Everybody's building these complex bills. Oh, we can go simple bill and still make the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. Makes right. more sense. Exactly. Makes more sense. Yeah. And it's the other big fact. Um, for those people that do buy tiny homes, 62% of them have more net more net worth than the average person walking the street. You know why? Minimalistic living. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if they're going to stay in a tiny home, chances are they are living in a minimalist space. That means they don't have all these excessive things. Right. Correct. They're they're really they're not capitalists. They're right. <laughs> they're right. Right. And that's where a lot of the money and sustainable energy and stuff get played. So I just moved into that space. And then when we started moving in that space, we bought the land for 150. So the numbers around it, right? It's like, well, South Park Cottage is the development's all about entitlement. It's all about entitlement. When you go to these zoning meetings and you start talking to, to politicians, once they give you privilege and rights, it's worth millions. Mm. Off so, of dirt. Soon as we left out of our, re soon as we got our last rezoning vote, that one fifty-five, one hundred fifty thousand dollar property turned to at least three hundred fifty thousand. Mm. Wow! Because it was, it went like from that. we can build one unit to now we can build twenty-nine units. So the park is twenty-nine units total. Yeah, twenty-nine. Wow! So as soon as we left out the rezoning meeting, like man, he was celebrating like, hey, that's. The money, like, the money was made before we, just, we put a gold shovel in the ground. Yeah. So the gold shovel was in the ground that went from one fifty to three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars in worth because now Our I have, house. Uh, well, the total no, the, land, the land, the, the land. land, the land. Yeah. So I tripled the land without even doing anything on it. Mm. I just had to do the due diligence and go to a few zoning meetings. Right. And know a vision and have a strategy, which cost me nothing. Mm. Say that one more time. Good cost lord. You no See, and, and Good you know lord. It's 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 it costs you nothing, nothing to pay attention. It right. costs you nothing just to just to pay attention. Yeah. And I, I tripled the value of the land without doing anything else. So that's one part, right? So already my investors already got two times their money worth because they are the land's three times worth what it is already. Right. Yeah. That's part one. But then we break down the the homes, right? Just told you what the medium home price are on them, right? Twenty nine units. You do the math. We. Medium home price, and we starting in the one eighties. Starting, so if you <laughs> starting, so starting. Start, I so, said that with a deep breath. Yeah, you know what starting, that means. Yeah. Starting from the one eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you, means that joint is two twenty really. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? You know, whip out, your, whip out your calculators. Twenty nine per five point seven million dollar community, mm. and all we did was. And how much to build it all? Two point six. 
to 0.6. That's not bad. Yeah. So That's it's amazing. Basically, six million, plus the one, 2.6 plus the 150, and plus you know whatever your your your, your architect survey. That's done. Yeah. Whatever you pay for that. And yeah. bigger than that. Y'all, you know, you're, you know, I know you're from this area. That's a nice floor. So you're beautifying, you're beautifying the neighborhood. Right. See, it's not just about just what you're building and the profits. You're about to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm real big on that, man. Like, yes. I call it gentrification 2.0. Like, Let's talk about that. Like, we can have the same things that everybody was running to the suburbs for. Yep. Like, why can't we build up our own communities? Like, I, I, I can't even count. How many times people saying, why are you doing it? Even, even uh, the, one of the council members like, no, you don't need to do that right there. Why not? Why not? We, we don't deserve to have this type of product here. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, those we can't keep people, complaining about it if, if we're not willing to change the narrative. Because those same people renting in those apartments right next door can actually afford to stay in the community. Because that's $60,000, $70,000 they make a year, which won't afford them the medium home price in Atlanta, by the Not way. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll it afford them a new modern, Absolutely. updated now, class style. Now, are you guys doing the 700 square feet? Or are you going to now, since take advantage of the new law that's coming in January, since you didn't technically build yet, no. you now make them 1,200? Our plans pretty much locked in. With plans locked, locked in. in. So you can't amend the plans. Because the, the city approved them. Because okay. once we got the variance, yep. like, we can't change. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. On but the next one, we probably <laughs> Because we already on the next one. Wait a minute. Y'all yeah. on, yeah. on, on, on the second one. We already on the second development. Hold on. Hold on. Before we move on. I want you guys to formally introduce South Park Cottages and what the vision is of this community. Um, and I really want people to hear your story about like where you guys are from and why this was important to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like people really want to, like it's, we, everybody can make money. But the vision in also giving back to the community and helping to gentrify our own hoods, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, um, it really important to me. So uh, South Park Cottages really was birthed because I grew up around the corner uh, where this property is located. It's, it's located in College Park, Georgia, Old National Highway and Godby Road. Godby Road is a very synonymous road uh, that's a rough part of that city, okay? Uh, developers stay away from that part of the city. But... I grew up um, as a latchkey kid, single mom, uh, took martyr a lot, hung around the city a lot, did all things a knucklehead kid would do. But I told myself when I, when I was able to ascend to any kind of level, I can flip, and I can flip in any neighborhood I want. I mean, I could go flip in Buckhead if I wanted to, or flip, you know, but I chose to stay in those neighborhoods to change something. And when we, I talked about the tiny home strategy, I said, I can keep them renters. I can keep those single moms in that same community. I don't have to move them out to be rich. I can do well by doing good. Mm. Mm. I can do well by doing good. So that became our strategy. So in that strategy, we was able to bring to the city that whole perspective. And the city first saw us as developers that only wanted to make money. And their very first answer out the gate when they thought we were just developers who wanted to make money was no. Because they identify, y'all just out here trying to make money. Y'all not trying to do any good in these neighborhoods. But once they realized the whole vision and heard a lot more about my story, then that's where it was. That was a, that's how we got to that. And then we, we, we coined it and named it to uh, people to be very familiar. That's why it says a College Park community, because that community is of College Park. It's not something, could I have named it after myself or something like that? We had all the naming choices we could have. But that's not what we chose. We chose to label it in the community it serves, in the community it will always serve. And so that's why we left it at South Park Cottage.
Man, that's powerful. Yeah. Shit, I would approve y'all too. Gave <laughs> 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 me a little emotional yeah. rant yeah. 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 the first. It, <laughs> it took some convincing though. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and even in the preliminary meeting, um, I'm sitting there with the city inspector and they's like, why don't you just build tiny? I mean, why don't you just build townhouses? I said I could build townhouses, but we wouldn't be selling any, uh, we wouldn't be um, making any difference. Right. Like, we wouldn't be solving any problems. You're probably right. going to displace people because right. you can't Correct. afford exactly. what like, you need to sell it for. Exactly. Right. And so I'm like, we're here to solve problems. So once I took them, and I took them on a field trip, I took the whole city on a field trip to that same developed community that Absolutely. convinced me. Big move. Because I'm like, if y'all anything like me, y'all don't want to hear this tiny home stuff anyway, either. But I took them out there once they got on site. Now, it, was, it clicked, like, man. Like, like this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. it makes sense. It's kind of like a mobile home it's a, park. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and what I like about you, thought process. you guys Absolutely. understood that, because there are so many people, like you said, it's high level. And, you know, we're grateful enough to have a huge audience with Rants and Gems, right? And we got we have people that are ready for that high level conversation. Let's get to become developers. Right. And going to those meetings and building those relationships, the fact that she was like, okay, you guys with city council, but all of y'all need to come with me and see our vision mm -hmm. so we can all be on one page. And I saw, I saw they were all there at the, at the group. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. What are the steps to become a developer builder of tiny home, a tiny home community? Like, give us three actionable items that our audience can use that they can go and Google their life away. And start, yeah. <laughs> and start doing that research. Well, well, step one, of course, is the market and what they are and separating the difference between the two. So you have tiny homes, you have micro homes, and you have cottages. Okay. All right? There's What's a the difference between the There's three? There's a def def definition for all of them. So a tiny home is something that is typically under 500 square feet mm. as defined. Okay? A micro home is something that's under 700 square feet as designed. A cottage, also a Georgia building law, so FYI, the reason why you can name something a cottage, is it has to be 400 square feet and under. If it's 400 square feet and under, you can label it a cottage. 500, you can label it a tiny home. Other than 700, typically you want to label it a micro home, okay? Mm -hmm. um, now, the difference in all of those is people think of tiny homes and they go Google and YouTube, oh, these are the things on the wheels, right? Mm -hmm. Those are classified as recreational vehicles. It's not foundation. So if you're going to do anything by a building code, whatever building code you want to use, 2016, 2018, that building code means it has to be foundation, right? So when it becomes foundation, it becomes a dwelling. Mm -hmm. Once it becomes a dwelling, and if the value, which you already know by the value of the resale, tiny homes are over $100,000 when you purchase them, mm -hmm. by mortgage rules, anything over $100,000, mortgageable. Absolutely. Right. So can I get 30 years on them? Yes, but I can't get 30 years on a, on a recreational tiny home. Correct. I can get 30 years on a foundation dwelling. Correct. Because so, it's a single family property. Right. It's a single at family the, property. At the end of the day. It is. So you take they break that down. Now you've created you you've got a person paying nine hundred dollars a month for a one eighty, two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, right? Yeah. Mm hmm That would typically pay for the same apartment size, stay with me, mm -hmm. twenty five hundred dollars or two thousand yeah. dollars in Atlanta. Yes. So that's how you can, you know, you can you can weave between the two. And for the developer that, that understands and starts there by categorizing and understanding your market base, then you got to understand the things the city wants, right? So the next thing to become a developer in micro uh, community is you got to understand what the city planning is, right? First thing, everybody needs to locate who their master planner is in their city location, in their city area. Mm -hmm. Your master planner is going to define for you what the city for the next five, ten years want their city to look like. 
Atlanta has already planned out its next 20 years because the population of Atlanta is going to grow 6 million people in the next 20 years. So the city's already mapping out what it wants its density, its planning to look like. So when you flip, the only thing you're worried about is purchase, construction, ARVs. comp values, ARV. Yeah. Yeah. When you're developing, you're thinking about overall community development, long-term numbers, marketplace, the marketplace of the actual structure you're trying to build, and also long-term planning with the city. When you get all of those in play, then you're talking about millions of dollars. Let me give you an example. If you go around Atlanta, all you see is apartment buildings being built everywhere you see. You thought that long money started just last year in planning for those apartment buildings? No. Yes. Those people have been planning for years on inflation, mm -hmm. They love y'all making money in the stock market right now. Crypto go crazy. You know what we're going to do? We're going to raise interest rates. We're going to raise the prices. Yep. Right? Yesterday's price, not today's price. So when the price go up, big money's playing on what? Y'all going to rent because mm -hmm. y'all can't afford it no more. The price value of the home done going to $400,000. you all can not get that. So come rent these apartments. We got moderate luxury amenities for you in a gym, $2,500 a month. The micro movement and developing the micro movement reverse engineers all of that. Mm. And so I started planning that two years ago when big money was planning y'all renting apartments. Oh, yeah. So that is the next stage. You got to understand the, econo the economic movement. Uh, shout out to Earn Your Leads. You got to pay attention to Market Mondays. When they're Absolutely. talking about inflation and interest rate and those types of things, Absolutely. that is part of the conversation when you're yeah. talking about development. It's all, it all plays a part. It all plays a you part. You know what I think is really interesting is, like, now you got me thinking about the bigger picture. You know, I've been out there. Yeah. So now you go from building this micro community and look at the developments you can create around it. You can create commercial opportunities right right across the street. Right. You could, re, you could re, re, I would say, rehabilitate <laughs> the, the, the actual um, apartments there. You could build another type of tiny community in the neighborhood next door. Mm -hmm. So now you have an opportunity to not just do Absolutely. one thing, but proper planning, research, and preparation. Mm -hmm. You guys can think bigger. Like you said, you have an opportunity to do something with a department store now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that's huge. Look, I think this is... This has been a lot of information. First, watch it twice. Watch it twice. I'm not even going to hold that because I'm sitting here like my mind is just like, damn, ADUs. My, my, what you call micro homes? Micro homes. Well, micro what, homes. Yeah. Like, I need it all. Right I don't now. never get the credit I deserve. <laughs> I want my credit right now, MG. Look, who who pushed them to get on the show? You damn sure did. I stood. I stood I, strong in it. I didn't. said, you say, you said, yo. First of all, I saw you at the whole the fashion show at the dance. <laughs> and I said, yo, Kiana, yeah, just do not play around. <laughs> like, don't she know it's dirt? There it is. She out here just stepping, big stepping. That's valuable right? dirt, bro. That's she big out here big stepping. Right? She out here big stepping. But then she was like, nah, they're doing, they, these dudes are dope, blah, blah, blah. They're doing the, the tiny homes. I was like, yo, tiny homes? Yes. I'm like, people are in the DMs asking about tiny homes. Mm -hmm. Because now we, we're understanding, you know, with inflation, yeah. you know, you have the, that big gap, that wealth gap mm -hmm. is, is really getting it's, big. It's getting and huge. you have people that are like, it's even people making money, like, you know what, I'm ready to down, like, let me lower my standard of living right. a 
little bit. Let me calm down. Do I need this huge mansion, 10,000 square feet? Mm, or or am I going to be happy and comfortable yeah, in this space? Yeah, because those utility bills are going up. Look, yeah. the maintenance. It, it costs to have a 10,000 square foot house. It costs. Yeah. It ain't just a mortgage payment. Yes, no, right. You know a lot of people don't even factor that in. No. It's the right. Utilities thing. are expensive. They're up it's and the stuck. It's the maintenance. Yep. The utilities are up and stuck in, in, in the world right now. Yeah, so right. I think this is a huge movement. Yep. The ADU zoning change coming in January 22 out here, I think is like that is humongous. It's, that's it's crazy. crazy. That's but, insane. But that's tied into what we're saying. Like, go, you wouldn't know that if unless you was going to these zoning meetings. You, right. Yes. Like, right. it's yeah. hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I, I want to challenge everybody, man, wherever you at, man, go to your local municipality, man, and go to one of these zoning, any kind of meeting. It could be a yep. zoning, variance. Just get in there and just see how, see what the talk is. Look, hashtag zoning challenge. Yes. Yeah. Zoning challenge. Zoning challenge. Zoning challenge. We need to right. see that in the comments. Yes. We need to yes. see that on Instagram. If you go to a zoning meeting, just hashtag, hashtag zoning challenge. challenge. So that way we can... We're going to repost that. this is that. high level. Yeah. Yeah. This high is level. high level. Yeah. We want to see our people out here executing because, mm -hmm. look, like you said, it's hot in plain sight. I had no clue mm -hmm. as to this was happening yeah. out here in, in Georgia like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And for them, I didn't even know they just changed this law like three years ago to even allow ADUs. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're going to even enhance it to make it look more like Cali to mirror that. Yeah. It needs yes. to. And it needs to because, like you said, six million people mm -hmm. are slated to move right. to Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> they love it here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? That's right. Like, like I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. So to yeah. see so. you guys doing what you're doing to build a whole 29 units. It's, it's really uh, Well, amazing. I can't call them units. What, 29 29 homes. micro homes. 29 homes. micro homes. Yeah. Like, that's phenomenal. Wait a minute, you didn't tell your slogan, because I liked your slogan when I saw it at the, you got to tell your slogan. Oh, so the slogan of South Park Cottages is live more abundantly. Because when you live go small, abundantly. people think, well, I, I'm diminishing something. No, you're not. You're actually sprouting out in life. You're living life. The, when you get into micro communities, you're experiencing life more abundantly because I can go travel. I have reduced utility bills. I got somebody to watch the dog. I got a neighbor in community that can that's real close to my kids because I got my kid living right next door. We're bridging out what used to be this compacted living in apartments to communal living. That's the best part about this microhome movement. And that actually releases all of the, 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 the bonds that have you from doing the things you know. How many real estate agents do you have that might be a single mom? Oh, I can't do it. I got to watch okay. my kid. Yeah. Oh, I don't have anybody to dog sit. I can't travel. Oh, yeah. I can't bring my dog on the flight or whatever the case is. That releases all of that in that communal living, which micro community living does. Reason why we termed it living more abundantly. I love, I love that. I yeah. love it. I'm going to steal that. Shout out to Kiana Watson Yo, for, the, for, for but pushing this episode. And I'm asking yeah. the question. <laughs> okay. You ask the question. All right, all right. You guys have done an amazing job I'm damn, today. I'm low. And I'm going to tell you right now, what we need to hear from you, we need a rant in a gym about your industry. And I need you both to give me a rant in a gym. And I mean, a, a, give it to us. Give, give it to us like y'all been giving us these gems this whole time. I well, I'll start off because I already know what book we already I already know what book gonna get into. But I'll just start off and say, man, um, for my rant is um anybody wanna really get in this game, man, like stop trying to skip the process. Yeah. You can't skip the process. Like, um, I know a lot of people, you know, we we watch YouTube, we we fall in love with these people on these podcasts and things like that. But at some point you're gonna have to get out there and get your hands dirty. 
at some point, you, it's going to have to go from um, theory to practical experience. You really got to get out here and, and actually do it. So I want to challenge everybody, like, actually, you know, pull the trigger on your, on your dreams, man. Mm -hmm. Respect your passion. Love that. Love it. My biggest rant is nobody going to want it more than you, mm. period. We were, what, two days before closing? Whole investment team dropped out. Mm. We had to raise 200000 200000 in six days. Wow. From nothing. Zero. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. And so <laughs> we getting everything. Guys got the wrong street. Guys got the wrong land. Guys got the wrong community. Guys got the wrong idea. And these are people that had committed that they was going to follow the plan, right? But we believed in us more than anybody else. The biggest thing about doing business and, and, and this part about real estate development because development is all about a community, right? And, and, and it's another podcast talking about equity and, and, and you know, uh, limited liability partners and that type of thing, general partners. But the biggest thing is if you're bringing on people with you, you can't be dependent upon those people. You got to believe more in yourself than they believe because if they drop out on you, what you going to do, drop your dream? Yeah. Right. Mm. And we really could have, like, we could have we could have folded. Yeah. We could have folded. Oh, man, we, they 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 pulled the they pulled the rug under us two days two days yeah. before closing. Like I throw our hands up, but no, we got to it. We got to the wholesalers. Hey, we need an extension. Uh, we need more earnest money. Done. Nothing done. Yeah, done. Whatever it takes, and we went from zero to five point seven. Y'all just wow. inspired me. That, I'll that tell you beautiful. later why you did, but you just inspired me. Okay, now yeah. we got to hear your gym. God give you lemons, make lemonade. Always. Mm. Um. For the gym, <laughs> uh, learn from your losses and uh, celebrate your wins, man. And that goes back to your process. Like, it's going to be a long process. It's going to be some highs, some lows, but you just got to know that you're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's and I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. Yeah. Like, I came in a real estate game fresh off the court, didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I was determined to figure it out. I'm talking about I was out here six, eight out here in the hot sun door knocking. Like, mm. nobody want no giant coming up, hey, you yeah. want to sell your house? <laughs> but I, I did everything that I was told to do until I really got my own knowledge and I figured out what my lane was. So, you know what I'm saying? So I would say, um, you know, celebrate your wins, learn from your losses. Dope. I love That's that. Dope. Uh, you might be hot shit, but you're nothing. And you got to know your lane. So the biggest part mm. I would say in, the gym, in this gym is, me and Rashad was making money before we started developing. But the biggest part was is we humbled ourselves and knowing we both individually hot shit, but we know our lane. So my biggest thing is you got to know your lane and stay committed into that. And that's what makes everything come true. The biggest gem I ever learned was Shad run his play in his lane. He, could, he depends on, on me to run my lane. We run them hard, a thousand percent. Press. We don't never panic. Investors drop out, no panic. We, we doing filibusters on zoning meetings, that <laughs> trying to get them convinced them to no panic because we run hard in our lane. I might be more of a spokesman, but I can depend on Rashad to go get the bread we need. So there's a lot of people in business. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot. There's a big entrepreneurial movement right now. Mm -hmm. You might be an entrepreneur and you might be real hot, but you got to know you really, you really not. You got to know your lanes, know how to run them lanes. And the more you do that, the bigger you do become. Yeah, stop Ooh. thinking you're bigger than what you that's really are. That's his favorite line. I look right at Matt. That's his favorite that's line. favorite line. Yeah. A lot of people out here think they're bigger than what they really are. And they, you ain't shit. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm yep. sorry. Yeah. I just have to say it. You're not. And then uh, that's the biggest That's the biggest gem we've got out of being developers. And like I said, we already on them. Yeah. We, hey, we was doing this thing remote. Remote. Like, he I was in I, New York. Yeah. Look, I live in New York. He lives here. 
And then uh, we just made a decision. I'm going to relocate here. He was like, look, he was like, bro, we're talking $10, 15000000 million in plays in the next year. What are we doing? Like, hey. What are you doing? Yeah, what are we doing? 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 I can move to uh, I'm about to twice a week. I'm about to buy a trip with Keanu out there. Like, what are we doing, fellas? So, and uh, like I said, it all started on what didn't cost nothing. It just, it just it cost us our effort and our commitment. It cost right. us nothing to start. From the oh, neck up. From the neck like, up. It's like playing basketball, man. 80, 80% of the game from the neck up. That's yeah. a fact. Everything's mm. mental in life. Mm-hmm. Mental. Everything's mental. Two, two, 20% is execution. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys are some executors. No. Oh, for sure. You yeah. guys are some certified gym droppers. <laughs> 100%. So yeah. tell the people how to find you. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mr. Underscore Booker Underscore T, or you can find me at Level Minded Concepts, or you can definitely find us at South Park Cottages. Uh, all one word. You got to join the park. You got to join the movement. Live more abundantly because there's a lot more to come. It's going to be hard to follow that up, but I'm going to tell you where to find me. Postpro underscore Shazilla on Instagram and YouTube. Look. I appreciate y'all. There you guys have it, man. This has yeah. been another phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal episode. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot, even with the ADUs and just mm-hmm. understanding your vision. Like, I was moved when I came out there, but just to really sit down with you guys and hear your passion, like, you're changing communities while changing your own personal lifestyles, and that is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys for coming out. Look, appreciate, fo- you. Uh, appreciate you. Follow these gentlemen. This is more to follow because I'm going to get in on one of these deals. Uh, <laughs> I'm already in. Look, y'all hear that? She said she's already in. Y'all remember. <laughs> y'all hear I'm, I'm not in that group chat. Y'all remember that? Oh, you see? <laughs> she's not talking about the group chat now, right? <laughs> but look, Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, license number 317576. And thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Rants and Gems show. Peace. Hey, yo. Speak my rants and gems. Speak my rants and gems. Y'all can do it, we discover. Peace to all the kings and the queens where the mother lies. Speak my rants and gems. Speak my rants and gems. Y'all can do it, we discover Peace to all the kings and the queens Word the mother like For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew Can always go the extra mile And the ones who get in early So everyone can go home on time There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies Backed by product experts So you can quickly and easily find what you need Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.